Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to a brand new podcast from us at the MLS UK show. This is Stoppage Time. I'm Henry Hewitt and joining me is... Elliot Holman. Thank you. Thank you for letting me say my own name. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing it on Zoom. This is the first time we've ever recorded together on Zoom, so uh, it will take a while. I'm sure you'll take uh, a second or two to answer anything and I'll be and then we'll be talking all over each other. But as a pilot episode, we've got to expect that there's going to be some flaws in it, let's face it. I've I've just ever since the pandemic started, I've always wanted to be important enough to be on Zoom with AirPods in, and I've not had the opportunity this whole time. Um, so thank you for giving me the opportunity and for inviting me onto my own podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, this is something we've wanted to do for a long time: is do bonus episodes, and we thought, well, close season, we can talk about what's happening uh, in MLS, whether it be the trades, news, scrimmages. Um, it's took us this long from Christmas to work out a name for it. Um, like I come up with some, you come up with some. We haven't really spoken much over Christmas, uh, other than like here and there. But the last few days we've been like just messaging each other, and then it's gone quiet for about six hours while we're both like, hmm, what can we call this? I uh, was desperate to get something about Gam Tam and something that rhymes with Am, like podcast fam. Uh, then realised it was terrible. Um, you were going down the planes, trains, and automobiles route. Yeah, plays, trades, and then something deals, but we couldn't think of a something. Um, so we put it out on Twitter, said, give us a, just help us out. Uh, Austin, Kyle, thank you so much to you. You came up with stoppage time. So this is going to be MLS UK show, stoppage time. We're thinking a bit of adding added extra, um, you know, a bit of that extra time. A few people suggested extra time. If you know your MLS podcast, <laughs> we can't call it extra time. <laughs> we, we might get into a bit of trouble. But stoppage time is not a bad uh, secondary option. Uh, so thank you to Austin. Thank you to everyone who got in touch about that because there's quite a few names that we're looking to turn into features. So you've really helped us out there. 
Yeah, and uh, stoppage time is pretty simple and straightforward and makes sense. So uh, shout out to Austin, who's now our new producer of the podcast. Uh, so basically what stoppage time is going to be is we're going to choose four subjects each uh, each episode. It's a bite-sized episode of the MLS UK show and run through them. So as I said, it could be scrimmages in a few weeks. It could be trades when the, the matches actually start. We could even talk about uh, some of the matches. But for now, it's four so basically four topics that have happened since we last recorded at the end of the last series. So number one is going to be the players that have left MLS for Europe. There's been an influx of players come over to these shores. Uh, the first one we've got to talk about, though, someone close to your heart, Elliot, Daryl DK. Oh. He signed for West Brom. Uh, how heartbroken are you to see him in the blue and white stripes? To be honest, I'm not. I'm pleased for him. We knew he was going to go. Um, ever since he had his loan spell with with Barnsley and was hugely successful. Uh, when he returned to Orlando, we knew it was going to be short-lived. Um, he's even played his part for Orlando towards the end of the season, uh, getting them into the playoffs. And I'm I'm dead pleased for him. I'm, I'm, I think he's slightly unlucky not to move to a Premier League team, but I understand it's the same coach at West Brom as he had at Barnsley. Um, West Brom have got a very good chance of playing Premier League football very soon. Um, so I I understand the move. I think it's great for him. I think defenders in the championship may actually defend against him better than defenders in the Premier League. They're not used to that big bullish unit that DK is. It's a very rare quality in a player, especially these days. Um, he really adds something to, to any team. A, harsh to call it a plan B a lot of teams at the minute don't want to be lumping the ball forward to a to a big striker um but it's a great plan B to have when you're desperate um to be you know going more route one but personally I'd have him in the starting lineup the the guy can play the play with the ball on the floor as much as he can in the air yeah, he's shown that in MLS I thought his attitude when he came back from the championship playing for Dar uh, Barnsley sorry and his attitude for Orlando was so good to see that he you know, he he didn't. I, I felt he would have played more games. I've got to be honest, but the games he did play, I felt that he could have sulked. He could have been like, "Well, this isn't the championship." But no, he, he stuck to it. He had a strong end to the season, and he's deserved his move. And he's gone for a big amount as well. Like, how do you see Orlando reinvesting that money? There's a lot of rumours. Um, Facundo Torres has been rumoured for over two months now. It's still, I don't believe, over the line. So we'll wait and see on that. Um, but it's it's important that Orlando knew they were going to lose him and held out for the best offer. I think it's I think that was the important thing for the club and for the league. Personally, I'd love to reinvest it in in a striker and have a really good twenty goal a season striker uh, up top for Orlando because that let's be honest has never happened. Um, they spent big on Dom Dwyer and it didn't he didn't deliver. I think that is definitely where they need to spend it. Um, been pretty happy with uh, with the defending uh, the defence at Orlando. It's been pretty solid, but yeah, uh, Daryl DK going is is a shame. But it was always going to happen, and I can't wait to see what he's going to do over here. He's only he's only living down the road from me as well. Oh well, brilliant! Well, you can come on the show then if he ever wants to uh, visit uh, your garage that you're <laughs> in now. Uh, that we're normally recording, then, uh, yeah, it's, it's only down the road. Um, someone else is only down the road to you, uh, Richie Leia. He's uh, he's signed for Forrest. Yeah, Richie Leia is an interesting one. I'm really pleased for him, and I'm pleased to see, from our perspective, I'm pleased to see that clubs aren't just looking at the big names. It would be easy for somebody to go, oh, Carlos Hill, he's, he's good. Um, 
it's really good to see them taking a look at Larea, somebody who can play in so many different positions. Toronto have utilised him pretty much everywhere, if only for one game. He's played all over the park. And uh, obviously drafted by Orlando originally. It's another super draft success story. Really good to see they're not just going for the big names that are getting loads of assists or uh, keeping loads of clean sheets. Yeah, he played in what was a terrible Toronto side last year. And yeah, I'm only, it's true, isn't it? Um, and, you know, he's still been picked up. It shows that the scouting of MLS is being taken really seriously over here. It's something I never thought I would say on this podcast when we started it a few years ago. It's, cra- it's crazy. Arguably the biggest trade uh, of this uh, sort of close season period has been uh, Pepe to Bundesliga. I'm not a big expert on Bundesliga, I've got to admit, so I'm going to leave this one down to you. Uh, I, I, I guess Bundesliga, you know, players are going to go there. We've seen with Alfonso Davis, if they succeed, then they, it's a great platform to be at. Um, whether that means that we then move on to Spain or England or whether they stay in Bundesliga. He's, I think he's played two games. He's done all right of what I've seen. Are you excited to see him over here, see what he can do? Yeah, thanks for passing this to me. I know no more about Bundesliga than you do. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think I think we, from a per, it's difficult for, for myself and, and Henry. We'd rather see these players come over to the UK so that we can watch them week in, week out. Of, uh, of course we would, you know, we'd be keeping an eye on, on DK. Um, we've had the luxury of Almiron playing for Newcastle United players that we know so well and and loved watching in MLS with Pepe uh, it's it's a lot harder but sometimes that league will just suit players better um yes the Bundesliga is a good standard it's not the Premier League um we've seen Pulisic adapt from moving from Dortmund to to Chelsea I I think eventually Pepe's still young he's still got every chance of impressing there and and getting himself a move over here if that's what he wants to do um but English speaking um you know is obviously a huge pull for the Premier League and for the championship for for players from America so um we'll keep our fingers crossed that that we steal a few more but MLS on the flip side needs to do a lot to try and keep some players now because it's going too far the other way we've spent ages wanting players to to be noticed and wanting clubs in the uk to take notice of uh the, these these players in the us now we can't hold on to them and ultimately in the next few years it's going to damage the the overall quality of, of the league which has become uh, a very high standard so maybe a, a change in budget cap maybe um some more homegrown designated player spots maybe i'm i'm thinking out loud i've not thought this through but i, I think a homegrown designated player spot would have maybe appealed to the likes of daryl dk um peppy who's come through the the system at dallas i don't know i i think sometimes not all the time sometimes you need to let players go you know the premier league is the promised land of course but they could. We definitely need to start holding on to some players. How we do that? Um, I'll hand over to Don Garber. Thanks. Well, it's not Don. It's Henry again. But um, yeah, I guess it's it's gone from being a retirement league now to like a kindergarten league, isn't it? You know, like with with these young players coming through. Another one, James Sands, homegrown player for New York City FC. He's joined Chris Mueller in uh, Scotland. Played his first game the other day for Rangers. Um, again, I mean. You, well, let's face it, in Scotland, if you play for Rangers or Celtic, then you're, you're playing for, you're challenging for the title. Uh, I mean, how great would it be for him to go from winning MLS Cup to then winning the Scottish Premier League within like six months of each other? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Scotland, 
being very careful what I say, not the biggest challenge in terms of winning the league when you're one of those uh, top two, three teams. However, at the end of the day, James Sands has is, is already um, done a great job winning MLS Cup to then move to Scotland and win uh, the Scottish title in a few months is is exceptional. It's going to make teams sit up and take notice even more. Um, I'm intrigued by the Scotland moves because I think there's teams in the Premier League that would have taken, sorry, uh, in the Premier League and the Championship that would have taken James Sands and Chris Mueller. They've decided their fate. They've decided where they want to go. Um, so I'm I'm really intrigued. But I, I like Mueller's approach of going a little bit out of the spotlight. I think it's very easy for the wheels to come off straight away if you, you know, you 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 get a chance on your fifth game at the club and you come on with ten minutes to go and maybe you don't do anything and then you don't get another chance for a while. I like the idea of um, you know clubs like Hibs where they're going to get the chance to prove themselves week in, week out. And I think it could be quite a clever move for the likes of Chris Mueller. Edinburgh, lovely city. Glasgow as well. James Sands is living in a a lovely city. I had an amazing curry in Glasgow when I last went. So James, hit me up if you want me to tell you where that was. I didn't know we were doing Henry's Guide. (laughs) Yeah, Henry's Guide to Glasgow is back. Uh, Right, section two. And it's the players that have joined MLS. Um, I mean, there's the main man... Uh, Insignia is signed from Napoli uh, to Toronto. I mean, how big is this signing in MLS? Apparently, he played in the Euros. I've got no recollection of Italy in the Euros. I'd, I don't know what I don't know what happened there. No, apparently there was a game against Hollywood. Game against England at one point. Um, but yeah, it's being described as as a new era of MLS, and I think that's why I touched on wanting to keep hold of our own players. You know, it's all well and good attracting the likes of Insignia huge sign it's great it really is it's a fantastic sign and somebody who's only ever played for one club is now moving across to the other side of the world to a league that everyone says is not all that compared to Europe it's great it's really really good step forward but that's why I'm reiterating that we need him and we need the likes of him and Rooney and Vea but and Nani and we need them playing amongst homegrown talent as well because that was what was working the US men's national team has progressed so so much because these players have been playing you know James Sands was playing with you know the likes of Frank Lampard and Perlo it's you know it, it's unbelievable what a difference that can make every day Chris Mueller said I gave, I gave up my shirt number for Nanny because I used to run around in the park and pretend I was him I like you know that's why we need to we need to get this right so we're kind of we're losing the homegrown but the likes of Insignia coming to, to MLS is is huge. Um, it's kind of like uh, a, a new era of MLS, and I love it. Yeah, I mean, Toronto have obviously got history with Italian players like Giovinco came over, but this is just a different level. I mean, this guy, I've, I like watching Napoli. I don't watch much of Serie A, but um, when I do, watching Napoli, watching him play and Martins play, sorry, Mertens play, the the top, top players who bring energy to the league, and it's, it's only going to be a good thing. I mean, the one thing I will say, if I was a defender right now in MLS about to play Toronto, would not be looking forward to it one bit. <laughs> yeah, I know. I agree. Um, but that's that's the beauty of it, isn't it? And I know in the past we've had some maybe top heavy sides, no defenders, but, you know, incredible, uh, incredible attackers that have come over from Europe. Um, I think I think teams are having to be smarter now when we're seeing rosters being built. It's you know, the likes of Zimmerman being um, taken to Nashville is an example that they wanted a solid foundation before 
they looked at the attacking players and I think it's a lot more well-rounded now. Um, but still, you, Toronto are going to be a whole different story this season just off that one side and alone. I know Akinola's extended his contract today uh, just a couple of minutes ago. So again, really, really interested to see what that Toronto side is going to look like. But of course, he's not joining straight away. He's not. No, I mean, I feel I feel we need to rush through this. I know it's a bite-sized episode anyway, but I, I'm about to descend into darkness. Uh, we're recording this Thursday evening. They don't have electricity up north. No, here in Manchester, we don't. <laughs> we, uh, we've we only just got internet. That's why I'm, we're on Zoom now. Um, I, I feel we need to talk as well about my one of my favourite players. You know he's my guy. Albert Rusnak has swapped RSL <laughs> for Seattle. Obviously, there's a link with um, you know RSL's uh, head coach last year going to Seattle. Seattle did need to improve after last season because uh, the, what they did in the playoffs wasn't good enough for their high standards. Is this a piece of the puzzle, someone who knows MLS, that is going to get them again? We say get them to MLS Cup. They're used to it, but this could get them. They, they Surely, they've got to be one of the favourites again this year. Yeah, I mean, it seems mad calling somebody of... Uh, Rusnak's caliber a depth piece but when you've got the roster that Seattle have got he is a depth piece he'll prove himself and he'll break into that 11 I'm sure however um, interestingly there was a lot of teams in for Rusnak now I completely understand why he's chosen Seattle it's a risk moving as you know moving from MLS team to MLS team we've seen how much the league changes there's every chance that teams who finished at the top could be right down the bottom so, you know, we've seen sides go, uh, t- players go from Atlanta to DC and it's not worked out or vice versa or, you know, Cincinnati came in and they thought, yeah, let's give that a go. It's always a risk. With Seattle, it's not. They're always there. They're always good. Their roster's always strong. And RSL's not a bad team to be to be leaving, okay? So it had to be a really good offer. And I think Seattle were probably one of two, three teams that could realistically have tempted him. Yeah, and uh, I mean, very similar mould, the uh, the last trade we're going to talk about. Kevin Acosta going from Colorado to LAFC, a lot of money involved in this one uh, for a, a a trade within MLS. But I guess this is a consequence for Colorado. They did so well last year, you're going to lose your better players to LAFC, who we have said so many times need MLS experience. So this was this could be a match made in heaven, even though for Colorado the fans might not be too happy about it. Yeah, MLS experience, we've uh, bore you to tears saying it, but it's so important balancing that roster out with good attacking prospects, the experience in a uh, designated player, I think is important when we've seen the likes of Rooney coming over, players look up to them, but you can have a player that's played 10, 12 seasons in MLS and never played anywhere else, and they're just as important. So number three of the topics we're talking about on Stoppage Time today is FC Dallas. They have signed Jesus Ferreira to a young DP contract. Now, uh, what is amazing about this and what is uh, we love is that this is the first father-son DP uh, sort of deals that have gone on in MLS. So FC Dallas, for those who don't know, uh, his dad, David Ferreira, he was actually the league's MVP in 2010. He was on a, uh, a DP contract with Dallas in the early noughties, and now his son is on one as well. Uh, fantastic. This is, uh, you know, are, are these, these are the new Bradleys, aren't they? They're the new Bob and Michael Bradley. Yeah, when Orlando offered me my contract, I, it was a shame because <laughs> I said, well, my, my dad never played for you, so it's pointless. Um, but it's a really nice story. I love stuff like this, and I wonder 
wonder when the next one is going to come along. I wonder maybe from from our era, um, if I can call it that, um, if somebody's going to have a have a kid. I know um, the, there's there's lots more Wright Phillips knocking about uh, that could potentially make their way uh, into MLS. But still, um, yeah, really really pleased for him and it's a lovely story and i hope we see more of that stuff but no doubt he'll be moved to europe by the end of the season <laughs> that is that as well and of course you never know it could be uh you know with romeo playing for fort lauderdale it could be uh a beckham dp uh duo but I, I don't know whether romeo would sign for la galaxy though i think he'd be uh i think there might be a conflict of interest there he's playing against la if he plays for la <laughs> galaxy against his dad's team uh right number four there quickly i this is a few weeks old now, but I know this is a subject that you're so passionate about, uh, and it's New York City FC MLS Cup champions will be kicking off their Champions League campaign oh. in California, playing at LAFC's ground. Um, I mean, I'm sure that deep down, even though you didn't like it, you could put up with playing them playing at Red Bulls. Then playing in LA is a totally different thing. We worked it out on our Twitter. That is the equivalent of uh, Manchester United playing their next Champions League game. If they go uh, if they go one way, it'll be in the middle of the ocean. If they go the other, it'll be in Russia. That's how far it is. You know my feelings on this. New York City, get it sorted. They've got it sorted on the pitch. They're MLS Cup champions. Why they were ever permitted to enter the league at the same time as Orlando, who had to build a stadium, I have no idea. Playing at Red Bull Arena, playing at City Field with that net in the way in the playoffs annoying playing at Red Bull Arena actually winds me up it's your rivals you should never be setting foot in there unless you unless you have to um embarrassing to have to borrow their stadium but playing in LA this country's so big it's split into east and west and you're playing at the furthest western point unbelievable absolutely unbelievable so that was the fourth topic on the first MLS UK show stoppage time um, if you want to have your say about anything we spoke about on this first bonus episode, uh, speak to us in the comments on YouTube or you can tweet us at MLS UK Show. Uh, for those who are watching on YouTube, I feel I need to do this because it, it won't make sense. You would have seen across the episode in the last 20 minutes, I have descended into darkness. Let me turn the light on. So this is what happens. <laughs> you can see there, there is a light that goes right across my face. That is why I've been unable to have it on. So for the last... Uh, two minutes of the podcast I am going to keep it on and it will make uh, there you go you can see why it's uh, it's uh, the flaws that we talk about we'll, I'll get it sorted for next episode or we'll do it earlier in the day <laughs> yeah maybe maybe just do it earlier um, but yeah enjoyed this nice little uh, bonus episode to get us ready for the season loads to talk about which is good it means it's going to be a good season with plenty of action plenty of trades and um, we'll of course be across it in our in our socials but Thanks for joining us for episode one of Stoppage Time. Remember, uh, you can if you go to Soccer90.com, you can get a discount on anything on their website if you put MLS UK in the checkout code. Uh, they're going to be with us for the next season as well. So we're very excited with that partnership uh, to continue that. Out there, we're based in uh, in FC Dallas, uh, which is exciting. Having uh, being you know sponsored by a, a company that is literally at an MLS stadium. <laughs> so we're so happy to be. Uh, with them again for this season yeah and we're going to be working uh even more uh closely with soccer 90 over the next 12 months or so so thank you to those guys for for trusting us and working with us and um 
actually enabling us to do this ridiculousness and uh, kind of help us progress. So uh, thank you very much. Thanks for watching episode one. We'll be back next week. And remember, MLS UK show will be back for series five very soon as well. I've been Henry Hewitt. And I've been Elliot Holman. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.